I am Jim Davis, creator of Garfield. Bow down before Jim Davis, creator of Garfield. Originator of Hashtag death to all Saturdays. Yes. Death to Saturday. Because it's, it's already dead to mm. us. Well, John, I mean, it's... Right. it's I think we can get... It's, ru- I think it's we ruled can. over by the god Saturn. How could it not be dead? I was going to say, I think we can get through this one quickly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to downgrade <laughs> that prediction. <laughs> I, think, I think we could start this mm-hmm. one anytime we want. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, just... <laughs> confirming what the god Saturn was the deity of. He's god of generation, dissolution, plenty, wealth, agriculture, periodic renewal, and liberation. Death to him. Periodic renewal. That's a weird one. Anyway. Okay. John? Not just any John, I'm going to start the show. And I want to clear... I want to make very clear that the tagline I'm about to read appeared random... was selected randomly for this introduction. You ready? Okay. I would like to You're hear listening it. to Being Jim Davis, the official podcast of the WWE. My, nice. Serendipity. My name is... It, that'll be nonsensical if the... It doesn't matter. Go back, go back <laughs> to listen to how we ended yesterday, asshole. My name is... Or yeah, don't. My name is Christopher Winter. Life is, life is fleeting. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, today is Saturday, January 3rd, 1982. We're in the first weekend of 1982, here in the go-go 80s. Really excited about all of this new wave music that's occurring. (laughs) Today we're reading the 1295th ever Garfield strip. What happens in today's Garfield? Yeah, I'll field that question, Chris. Um, In the Garfield that was published today... 
John picks up wet cat food with his bare hands, and this somehow is never addressed. Okay, thank you for that very whatever thing you said. I'm, I've decided that in 1982, John, I'm going to be a real wordsmith. I'm going to say a <laughs> lot of pithy things. Thank you for the words that you made with your mouth. Thanks for the talking yeah, noises. I appreciate. I thank you. Okay, we got eight panels here. First two are prelusionary. It's all, it's all for you. And a, as a new feature for 1982, we will not discuss the prelusionary panels. <laughs> the subsequent six panels are narrative, and unfortunately, we will discuss them. Okay. Yep. Each, all, the first five panels feature Garfield. All six panels feature John Arbuckle. And John Arbuckle is doing and saying things. Garfield doesn't really say or do much of all. And that's that's basically mm-hmm. it. All six panels also feature Garfield's bed. Uh-huh. Panels three and four feature Garfield's food yep. bowl. Panel four also features a glass of water. Yeah. Uh, Garfield's yeah. blanket, which is a component of Garfield's bed, <laughs> features, it features in all six panels. It's like, in a, it's like yeah. you know, if the bed is the like component. the main, you know... N- Best actor there. Mm-hmm. Blanket is like best supporting. It's playing a supporting actor role. Oh, yeah. That blanket is doing yeoman's it's, work. It really is. <laughs> okay. Here are the things John Arbuckle says. I'm going to just say what John Arbuckle says. And my co-host, John Gibson, will or will not. I don't know what he'll do. He will or will not explain the action of each panel. Panel one. Rise and shine, old buddy. And uh, John is sort of sliding into frame from off stage right. Uh, has sort of like his right arm is sort of like crooked up in this yeah, weird, weird, like his shoulder is up. I don't know if he's like trying to slow himself down, maybe trying to stop himself on the counter. I don't know. It's unclear. We don't see his mm. hand. We see his left hand poking up. Look- I don't know. I guess it's getting ready to touch Garfield's butt or Looks something. Looks like he's doing one of those stereotypical uh, snake charmer dances where you portray the snake. Sure. He's rising up out of a basket. Uh, Panel two. And oh, Garfield sorry. is is snoring, as evidenced by his speaking a single letter Z. Zed. For the benefit of Ryan. Yeah, sure. Of, of, For of the Billy benefit Seaguire. of Lisa Dupe. Zed. <laughs> Panel two. Uh, There's a bright new day out there with new challenges. This is my John Arbuckle voice for 1982. I should have said Lisa Dupe et al. I think we have some uh, et other. Et al, yeah. Yeah, Liquid yeah. Zulu. Looking at you, other, Zulu. Uh, Dominionists. Uh, <laughs> did, you read, did you read panel I did, two? John. Okay, panel three. Have some food. Lisa Dupe, God has granted you dominion over all the Garfields of the sea and the Garfields of the air and the Garfields of the land. Um, Did you say what's happening in panel two? And over every living thing that creepeth upon the earth. Did you say what's happened in panel two? Did you say what's happening in panel two? I read the the dialogue. Did you say what's happening? Oh, no, I went on and read the dialogue. No, John, I'm reading the dialogue. You're describing the action. Or whatever. Okay, I don't, we'll have I to don't start care. over. Uh, he's yeah. It looks like John is like hiding behind Garfield, like for cover, you know. And he's like, 
He's he's like uh, trying to inspire the men under his command to lead a, a, oh, like a, a charge. A, an infantry Garfield charge. is about to, yeah. to go up over the trench, over yeah. the edge of the trenches. Yeah, yeah, run and, into and, a, and a German machine gun nest. Time to, go, time to go over the top, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. yeah, he's pointing ahead to that bright new day and new challenges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess John said in panel three, uh, John Arbuckle says, "Have some food," and as you as you as you. Uh, portended earlier he's holding Garfield's mouth open with his right hand while picking up Garfield's wet food with his bare left hand and throwing it into Garfield's mouth this is yeah insane. and look at his, his grip on, on Garfield's upper upper yeah, face this half is like, insane and abusive behavior <laughs> This is not okay. Also, this is, also, John, this uh, is not normal. We can't normalize if this. If you look behavior. at the way, if you look at the way Garfield's head sort of, um, you know, obscures the boundary between John and the and Garfield's blanket, mm. it looks like it's all when, one entity, one continuous, enormous Be- John Arbuckle. Yeah, because the the it's the, you know shirt is the same color as the yeah, blanket. It kind of looks that way in panel two as well, in panel yeah. four. Speaking of panel four, here's John Arbuckle's dialogue. Have some water. <laughs> I don't know if I'm and, into that John uh, Arbuckle voice. As before, as before, he's he's uh, holding John holding Garfield's jaw yeah. open and just thrusting the 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 water glass into Garf inside. Well, Garfield's the glass mom. isn't going inside Garfield's maw. It's like he's. Thrusting no, the but he, glass he thrust it and he and stopped, stopped it yeah. shortly. So the water continued. So that the water continued because going. of inertia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now there's an interest. The first law of uh, first, first law of motion. Law of thermodynamics. That's not no, true. First, first law, law of, of Fight Club. No. Um, <laughs> inertia. Um, Second law of thermodynamics. You do not talk <laughs> about thermodynamics. <laughs> You do not create or destroy matter or talk about their... Um, it's not the... Okay. It's interesting in a low-key way that the food is wet cat food coming from Garfield's bowl, but the water is coming from a human glass. Like, there's no water, water bowl glass, there. Yeah. That... Have we ever seen a water bowl for Garfield? Have we ever seen him have, I don't think we have. or drink out of a standard water bowl? Nope. How does Garfield drink? So. Does he drink out of cups? Well, he drinks coffee. That's true. He does drink coffee. <laughs> We've seen that yeah. before. So do you think he just drinks out of human cups and mugs? He doesn't have a water bowl that he uses his cat tongue to drink out of? Evidently, that would seem to be the case. That's, it's interesting we haven't discussed... It's, unex- it's unexpected. Like, what, are we, what are we, over four... We're well over four years in now. We like, How far in are we, John? We're, I don't know. We're in over our heads, that's for sure. We're three and a half years in, right? We're three and a half years in. Yeah, but you don't have to call attention. And we that. haven't discussed how Garfield... We're just now noticing that Garfield does not have a water bowl. <laughs> that Garfield has a drinking problem? He does. Well, he's not a... Clearly, in panel four, he has a drinking problem. He's, panel five, John Arbuckle is shouting, Yeah, Garfield. Y- oh, I read that as yeah, yay. Yeah, maybe that's a yay. He's reading, hear yay, hear... Okay. Yay, Garfield. Oh, yay, oh, yay. <laughs> the court of Garfield is now in session. <laughs> yay, Garfield, get out there and live life for all it's worth. Charge, boy. 
And that's all in capital. Well, it's always capitals, but it's all in bold. And he's pumping his fist like he's a white supremacist at a rally. Mm-hmm. Right, and John, white supremacists at rallies always shout, yay, Garfield. Oh, yeah. They're, that's yeah, what they're all about. Because of his association yeah. with Vice President Mike Pence, who is an mm-hmm. asshole. Yep. Noted asshole, Michael Pence. Uh, and Garfield's getting up out of bed, kind of drowsily walking off. John, tell me about panel narrative panel six. I bet there's a... Okay, I'm going to take you back. I'm going to take you back okay. all the way, all the way to 1982. Uh, ready? It's a, it's a cold, cold Sunday morning. I'm with you. Early January. Mm-hmm. And, and we're reading this Garfield's yes. dress. And the final panel uh-huh. features John Arbuckle standing either behind a counter or, uh, or cropping up from some pocket dimension between the floor mm-hmm. and the wall. And we have a lonely, lonely, empty bed of Nary Garfield. Nary a Garfield to be seen. The blanket draped over the the side yep. uh, haphazardly, mm-hmm. like so much blanket. I'm appreciating all this scene setting. <laughs> it's really enhancing the degree to which I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, and John says, he's looking at you, the reader, and he says, there's nothing tougher than kickstarting a cat. That's a thing he said. I'm yeah, I'm fine with that. It's all right. I mean, it's fine that he says that. I'm not like I'm not angry about no, it. No, it, it it didn't make me furious. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Does it? Yeah. Is, is this a is this John Arbuckle referencing the song "Kickstart My Heart" by Motley Crue, which will come out a scant seven years after this strip? Probably. I'd say almost It's certainly. on the album Dr. Feelgood, John. Oh, is he the one that makes you feel all right? Uh, it's hard to know, John. It's hard to know. I never understood that lyric. How... If he's Dr. Feelgood, uh-huh. shouldn't he make you feel good, not just all right? You know, it probably depends on the tone of voice with which you say all right. You know? It's like if he's like, eh, Dr. Feelgood, he'll make you feel all right. That doesn't that doesn't sound. I'm not sure. I, I don't that's, think that, I've heard the song. That doesn't. Track. I don't think I've heard the song, so I'm not sure the tone of voice that's being used. Maybe they're like, I don't think you feel anyone right. has heard the song. Had anyone heard that song in 1982? No, the song is well, the Motley Crue album, Doctor Feelgood, the studio album, is not released until 1989, September 1st of 1989. So no one was feeling all right for, like, almost all of the 80s. Well, John, it's possible that Dr. Feelgood was still making people feel all right, but his, his, <laughs> his fine work was, had gone, un- had gone unheralded. <laughs> you know? He was, he was laboring in obscurity. Yeah. Just toiling away. Yeah. yeah. In obscurity, yeah. doing yeoman's work, making peel, people feel all right, with a, a totally unheralded. <laughs> until... Until... Yeah. The good people at Motley Crue, at the Motley Crue Company, talking about... Motley Crue, yeah, Inc. Talking about songwriters Nikki Six and Mick Mars, mm-hmm. um, recorded, recorded a, a song heralding his medical good deeds. In their- Nikki Six, of course, was the, the uh, sixth drummer they had after the, the previous five mm-hmm. models all malfunctioned. That's, 
That is correct, and I am not going to disagree with you. How could you? He played the bass. Thank you and good night. You were, they, look, look. Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry, basis. Yeah. Sorry, not this drama. is a podcast. You've been listening to it. Are there things you can do to support it? Yes. Will you? Probably not. Should you? Definitely not. It's really a moral. moral it's a claim. It's a uh, hey, email us info at beingjimdavis.com or whatever else. Thank you and good night. Yeah, uh, thanks for listening. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.